Welcome to the Well Woman Show, where we use intersectional feminism, mindfulness, leadership, and strategy to support smart women to change the world without anxiety, insecurity, and burnout. On the show, we challenge the status quo and support you to unlearn harmful messages that keep you playing small so you can activate your superpowers and live with joy, confidence, and ease. Really, we've entered that space to kind of uplift their voices and quiet ours as adults. I'm your host, Giovanna Rossi. This month on The Well Woman Show, we celebrate International Women's Day as well as Women's History Month. The theme of the United Nations observance of International Women's Day is digital innovation and technology for gender equality, recognizing and celebrating the women and girls who are championing the advancement of transformative technology and digital education. The observance will explore the impact of the digital gender gap on widening economic and social inequalities, and it will also spotlight the importance of protecting the rights of women and girls in digital spaces and addressing online gender-based violence. Later in the show, I interview Girls Inc. of Santa Fe CEO Kim Brown and discuss girls' mental health and body image, as well as Spain's new menstrual leave policy. At the International Women's Day commemoration event held at United Nations headquarters in New York, UN and member states, representatives, technologists, innovators, entrepreneurs, youth and gender equality activists, celebrated women and girls who are championing the advancement of technology and innovation and their potential as a transformative mechanism for achieving gender equality. The annual event on March 8th also addressed the existing gaps for women and girls in accessing digital spaces and skills, as well as the dangers they face from online violence. According to the UN Women, gender equality is not only a fundamental human right, but a necessary foundation for a peaceful, prosperous, and sustainable world. There's been progress over the last decades, but the world is not on track to achieve gender equality by 2030. Surprise, surprise. The social and economic fallout from the COVID-19 pandemic has made the situation even bleaker. Progress in many areas include time spent on unpaid care and domestic work, decision-making regarding sexual and reproductive health, and gender-responsive budgeting is all falling behind. Women's health services, already poorly funded, have faced major disruptions. Violence against women remains endemic. And despite women's leadership in responding to COVID-19, they still trail men in securing the decision-making positions they deserve. Commitment and bold action are needed to accelerate progress, including through the promotion of laws, policies, budgets, and institutions that advance gender equality. Greater investment in gender statistics is vital since less than half of the data required to monitor sustainable development goal number five are currently available. UN Women Executive Director Seema Bahus spoke at International Women's Day at the United Nations to a room filled with people wearing blue in tribute to women in technology. Her office is tasked with reaching the sustainable development goal number five, which is to achieve gender equality and empower all women and girls. Here she shares her vision of an equal world and discusses the sustainable development goals, which she refers to throughout as SDGs. 
Today, we hold the vision of an equal world close. We draw on it and we push forward. We do so in the face of growing misogyny and regression on women's rights. The carriage of women and girls across the world demands this of all of us. Women activists everywhere are standing up and calling for an end to harassment, to violence, to discrimination in education, in the workplace, in legislation, in all aspects of their lives. Today, on International Women's Day, let us affirm our resolve by honoring the brave and tireless work of all these women. Excellencies, colleagues, friends, sisters, feminists, everyone. SDG 5 is at the heart of the 2030 agenda. It is the great multiplier, the smart investment, the foundation, and the prerequisite. It is no coincidence that today, as SDG 5 is off track, so are the SDGs as a whole. We live in a world of interconnected crises. At the heart of every crisis, we see inequality multiply. We now have a new form of poverty confronting the world. Digital poverty is growing and intensely gendered. Technology and innovation are game changers. They offer huge potential benefits. If used widely, they can bring us back on track for the SDGs and a more peaceful world. If misused, they can derail our efforts. This is the choice. We already see the benefits. Social media, blockchain, and open source technology have aided relief works following the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. Women farmers across Africa and Latin America are seeing their livelihoods transformed with digital tools. Across the world, mobile banking has connected women to their own bank accounts, unlocking both financial inclusion and economic opportunity. And yet, the gender divide has become the new face of gender inequality. And the gender digital divide has become the new face of gender inequality. It compounds existing inequalities, disproportionately excluding women and girls in low-income settings, women migrants, older women, women living in rural areas, and those with disabilities. And this is not only a story of missed opportunities. Online space can be toxic, breeding new forms of exploitation and violence. Misinformation has spread unchecked. Misogyny, xenophobia, racism, and social instability have been propagated and monetized. Grasping opportunities and avoiding their potential harms is a whole of society challenge. It demands the collective efforts of governments, civil society, and the private sector, young people, to advance and use technology in ways that harness the power of equality rather than impede it. Generation Equality and the Action Coalition on Technology and Innovation form a powerful multi-stakeholder platform which seeks to do just that by accelerating progressive change and concrete impact. Dear fellow feminists and friends, let us be inspired and energize each other. Let us assert that digital rights are women's rights. We must and can reassert human agency over technology. 
demand the centrality of the feminist principles of inclusion, intersectionality, and systemic change, and ensure accountability so that technology facilitated gender-based violence in all its forms ends once and for all. We need to fix the institutions and the harmful gender stereotyping surrounding technology, innovation, and education that fail women and girls and continue to do so. Dear sisters, dear brothers, fellow feminists, the vision of International Women's Day is enduring and powerful. That was UN Women Executive Director Seema Bahus speaking on International Women's Day at the United Nations. Next, we'll hear from Doreen Bogdan-Martin, who has become the first woman to be elected as Secretary General of the International Telecommunications Union, or ITU. Here she is talking about three young women who are changing the world through technology. Times are changing. Vidya, a young woman in India, is helping thousands of visually impaired students, most of them girls, to develop digital skills, vital digital skills, and to succeed in science, technology, engineering, and math. Vidya was the first visually impaired student in her university to take up computer science. Her example reminds us that digital technology is not a luxury, but a necessity. Helen, another young woman, captured the attention of our delegates last year with photographs where she was seen using drones to observe shifting vegetation patterns in the northeastern region in Brazil. Helen belongs to the Pankararu indigenous peoples and is turning to digital technology to fight the battle against climate change and to save her people's land, their way of life, and our planet. More than 6,000 miles away in Ethiopia, a 27-year-old woman named Kunjina is setting new trends in the textile and apparel industry. We met Kunjina through our Equals Initiative, the Global Partnership for Gender Equality in the Digital Age. This experience has led her to launch her first multimedia fashion show using 3D and augmented reality in Addis Ababa. And that's opened Kunjina's business to new opportunities around the globe. That was UN Secretary General of the International Telecommunications Union, Doreen Bogdan-Martin. The ITU is the main technology agency within the UN, originally founded in 1865 to manage the first international telegraph networks, and now has become an important role in facilitating the use of radio, satellite, and the internet. Ms. Bogdan-Martin has a special call to action for us to commemorate International Women's Day. Let's all commit to three actions here and now. First, get girls into STEM at an early age and empower women and girls with the digital skills that they need to succeed. Second, ensure women and girls have equal access to digital technologies and opportunities and base decisions on solid facts and data. 
Third, give women a seat at the digital table and make gender equality a must in every organization. We are at a crossroad in our journey towards gender digital equality. Together, together, let's deliver on the potential of digital technology for Vidya, for Helen, for Kunjina, and for all women and girls around the world. It's in our power to make digital technology and innovation truly work for everyone. It's our shared responsibility, all of us. It's our shared responsibility to create a more equal, a just, a safe and sustainable digital world today and for future generations. Ladies and gentlemen, let's power on. You're listening to The Well Woman Show as we celebrate International Women's Day. And we've just heard from the United Nations Women Executive Director, as well as the Secretary General of the International Technology Union, talking about the digital gender gap. I want to tell you about a cool new product from Well Woman Life, which is the 2023 Planner. Now, this has been in the works for a long time, and we've been using it in the Well Woman Academy, but now for the first time, it's available for purchase from the wider community. You can go to wellwomanlife.com slash planner to find out more about that. Uh, but just to say, it's really cool because it's a daily look at uh, how to use the Well Woman Life tools to apply them in your life every day. So it includes how to prioritize, how to reconnect with your purpose, um, and how to re-energize and how to really find what nourishes you on a daily basis. So check it out, wellwomanlife.com slash planner. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your Well Woman Life, head over to wellwomanlife.com. As a reminder, we are on NPR every week. So be sure to tune in at npr.org slash podcasts and search for The Well Woman Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment and subscribe and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.